Welcome to Essie's Hour of Love. We're up to episode 32. Yay! I hope you guys have had, are having or had a wonderful holiday break. And I just wanted to say that from time to time, we have taken down an episode and just trust that it was for the right reason and it just wasn't the right time for that to be out there in the world. And I always want to create a safe place here that any guests can can be as honest and real and raw as as they can be at that time. And sometimes that means that it's not appropriate for it to be out there. Um, and um, and that's okay. So if you ever see that our numbers don't, you know, episodes don't sort of match up, that things are missing, don't worry, we know about it. So we're up to episode 32, and I call it Romantic Movies to Real Talk with Leo Noem. He's a 25-year-old dude living in New York City, loves romantic movies as much as I do. We've had lots of conversations to have him on the podcast. We've like, we made a list of different movies we wanted to talk about. We didn't really stick to it. And then we also just kind of turned into a normal podcast where we talked about his personal experience with love as well. Uh, Grace um, loved this episode, but was also like, I think it feels a bit more like a kind of like a special one. So we've caught, we're calling it the holiday special. Um, And I really hope you guys enjoy it as much as I enjoyed talking about it. All right. Bye. Loving it. Um, single, yeah, single, uh, I'm seeing people, but it's nothing serious. I think it, it, it's kind of cool, it's just like, um... Does that mean you kind of just have, like, people that you sleep with? No, I mean, I'm... Or is it still, like, dating? It's dating. Yeah, dates, for but sure. That, but that, does that mean then there's potential, or it's pretty clear this I is I think just... there's, yeah, there's always, yeah, I don't think I'd, I could see someone more than once without seeing some kind of potential. Like, I'm I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I, I don't think that, like, the goal, like, I'm not going out every time thinking, who, where's my next girlfriend? Yeah. But um, it's nice to have these connections with, with women. I mean, it's just, like, a different dynamic. You, you also know have I mean? a huge friend group, right? Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, there. Uh, there's there's a bunch of kids who went to my school out here um and so i i have them to rely on but i and it's weird there there is some cross contamination within the friend group for sure um i haven't been one of those people yet <laughs> um yet i like that um but yeah there there's a huge network out here so it makes going out and you know a lot more comfortable and so in those situations where you deter and like yeah you're like a good you're like the good confident exactly you know you can like go up to a stranger or whoever and introduce yourself and whatnot and then if it doesn't work out you can just turn around exactly and there are 20 other friends and then i have my friends it's like it never happens do you because of like the online dating thing are you pretty are you good at approaching women out out there Um, in the world Am I good at approaching? I like, feel will like, you do it? Like a random stranger? Yeah. Uh, like the classic, you see someone You know, honestly, bar. no. No. Oh. I'm not. 
I think that like once like it's weird because like I'll use Tinder and like I, I'll go on a date and it's it's amazing fine like I'm there's no awkwardness at all but there's something about like interrupting someone's like like what they're doing yeah to to impede your will on them like, kind of like it just feels weird it's like it's it requires a level of like it's confidence but also like a level of aggressiveness that I don't think I yeah. have. Is it, and it's not selfishness. It's not selfishness, but it, there's some arrogance. Yeah, like there a little is, arrogance absolutely. And I don't think I have that. Um, like if I, if you know, my friend introduced me to someone new, then I could definitely riff off That's of that an and we're and we're good. Yeah. yeah. But like, nah. There's there's never been a moment where I just there's rarely any moments where I walk up to someone. See, because I think it used to be that the body language would be very... Like, if, if there was myself yeah. and I it's, out at a bar, you would face your body language sort of outwards to be like, come and say hi. Where I think nowadays, we because we would someone would have already... You already set up yeah. a date that week or whatever that you're just engrossed in your conversation with your yeah. friend. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's also that. Um, and I mean, like, if there's obvious signs, like if we're just making these some crazy eye contact and it's like all right well you know are you good at the eye contact (laughs) it's it's happened once or like there's this one moment that comes to mind i was at a bar and like i made eye contact with this girl yeah and i was like so sure like at some point i'm gonna speak to her and then she actually came up to me (laughs) and i was so thrown off by it because that i was like are, are you okay? Because I thought that she must have been hammered or something. I was like, are you, are you okay? Where are, your, where are your friends? And she thought, she was like, what? What? You and, turned into like a dad? And then she was like, okay, bye. Because oh. she was just like, that's, that was your response? Like, where are your friends? I have, she was like, she's like, I have friends that are over there. I'm just like, uh. Wow. I was just, and I, I was just like a combination of like, I was thrown off, obviously very nervous, like he's an attractive girl, and then ultimately shot myself in the foot. Yeah. But uh, that's but all. I think though we're just not, we're not, we don't have to be that strong in that behavior anymore. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I, there's, I mean, there's, there's got to be something to it. I think like 20 years ago, yeah, we that was been more all of a thing. Like, that's a common situation. Yeah. Or maybe like 10 years ago. I just think that, yeah, I think like uncomfortable situations altogether are kind of like, are very foreign to us. A lot, a lot of people aren't open to it. Yeah. Especially in, in like, uh, the romantic space where it's like very sensitive and very personal. But, so we're going to talk about romantic movies today, but that's what I mean. Like yeah. that is a, a very classic scene. Yes. You're in a bar, the two main characters are like one sitting at the bar with a friend another one's playing pool they yeah. like match eyes with each other and then somehow they'll start talking yeah but, I wish that happened in my life yeah but that is a classic that like, is I in mean, the 80s and 90s that is a classic yeah. move and it even now I feel like every movie like uh, who's the dude in La La Land Ryan Gosling Ryan Gosling and every movie he just walks up to chicks and there it is yeah but, yeah, but they're normally set in a different era. Yeah, okay. Fair. Okay, what's the first movie? Okay. Well, so for, I think first off, how come you where how come you like romantic movies? Like I like romantic okay. movies. Okay. And first of all, I think you like romantic movies more than I do. Well, and that which is such like I I don't think anyone does. 
Um, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that I grew up with three sisters. So it was, my dad always worked from afar. Um, so he, I would only see him at parts at a time. So it was literally just me, uh, my three sisters, and my mom, and then my little brother, who's very soft-spoken. And so we had everything in our lives was had a you know, feminine approach. Yeah. And it was very sensitive and it was like, you know, it was grounded in that. You know, I would all we were only watching Disney movies, princesses, you know, and I it wasn't like and I had an affinity to that. Like I I, I was drawn to it. Um and so I think that was like the basis of it. Um and so it kinda just like it, you know, it was like a snowball effect. And then once like you get to your teenage years when my sisters are more hyper aware of that kind of stuff, and now I'm becoming more curious about it. Um, Wait, curious about about like romance and about like what oh. that means um, on like a uh, like a relationship level, a sexual level. Um, it just kind of just cl- collided there. Um, so yeah, and I actually don't have a lot of experience with relationships. Like I've only had one girlfriend. High five. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Yeah, and that was in high school. But, like, so, like, everything that I base off of love or, like, these idea of relationships are purely surface level. What I pull from, like, what I hear from friends or, like... I was about to say, it is a lot from friends. movies. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's like, framework of thinking of how relationships are. So, because I was thinking about this today of when I watch romantic movies. And it's my... I don't want a group of friends. Like, it's not, like, popcorn night, let's put on this movie together. Yeah. Like, I, like, by myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which sounds weird. Mainly, well, because I'll care too much if they're enjoying it. Yeah. Which will ruin... Oh, my God, I know it exactly what you mean. Yeah. Especially when you're sharing a movie you love, you're like, do you guys like yeah. this? Yeah, you, know you, you get... I mean, you didn't laugh at the joke. There was just a joke back there, <laughs> <Yeah>. and... <laughs> You maybe like next time you watch it, you'll get it. Like, I really get on super sensitive, and I don't that. want yeah. someone to tell me that that was kind of shit or that wasn't written very I'm well. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. but also, it's not why I'm watching that movie. Yeah. That it's a it's it's definitely an escape mechanism. It isn't yeah. like to make me smarter in life. I also think that like because the real world stories about love are so dark sometimes. Yeah. And there's almost, like, no... Like, divorce rates are ridiculously high. And just, like, you know, you don't hear many positive, beautiful love stories anymore. And so to, like, to to watch something on screen to just maybe, like, make you forget. Like, you know, one of those, like, take me out of the moments kind of things. I I think is another reason why I'm so drawn to these love movies. If you're having a bad day... Yeah. How do you cheer yourself up? A nice rom-com. Right. Is that... Yeah. I didn't know you were going to answer that. For but sure. That's, yeah. No, for sure. No, me too. I, nothing gets me more, like, I love getting, I love the fuzzy feels after a rom-com. Mm. Like, fuck. Now, if I only could find that with a person, that'd be great. But right Do now. Do you think it's made unreal? Because my friends are very clear that they think that I have, un- well, well, it's been said that maybe I have unrealistic expectations yeah, for because sure. of the movies. But I've also seen a lot of heartache. It's let's be real. I I don't know. I mean, it's like we're both strategists. Yeah. So like, we are always trying to rationalize things. Yeah. Um, it's just I I don't know. I just feel like it's it's so contrasting. I think I watch rom coms because it's like 
I don't need to like rationalize anything. I'm just like absorbed. Like I don't care how like fluffy it is. It's just like also ugh. I can if and it's then bad, I won't enjoy it. Like yeah. I do have a standard, exactly. but it depends on my moment. Yeah, I mean I've watched some pretty garbage rom coms. Yeah, and just like whatever. There's like a good garbage I, and there's a bad exactly. garbage. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I just want the feels. Yeah. <laughs> but if I don't feel it, if I c- catch on too quickly that th- this is too cliche and yeah. crap, then, uh, then it's out the window. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. But I have a point also, like, that, um, like, when I've been traveling, if I haven't watched a romantic movie or, like, one at, like, the feels kind of movie yeah. in a few days, yeah. I get twitchy. It's like I'm yeah. a little addicted and I yeah. have to quickly go watch one and i feel like right now is in a very important time to have this podcast because it is cuffing season correct yes. i think that like this is like very how do you relevant. explain cuffing season uh, cuffing season oh i don't know cuffing season is well one the holidays are the most romantic time of the year hands down it's right. just like we live in new york little light snowfall you know, you're holding some hands, you're skating. Gets a little... You know what I you're mean? Skating, you get some oh, ice skating. Ice skating. So, you know, there's just like, it's just so like... frost. It's just like, you know, that you, that everyone, when you envision like a romantic holiday, you envision New York. Do you think we've got that from a romantic movie? Definitely. Like, for yeah. sure. You know, every John Cusack movie. <laughs> yeah, so like, different. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, that's definitely the root of it. But even like Miracle on 34th Street. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so cuffing season with the holidays, New York. I think that people are looking for romance yeah. on a more intimate level versus like maybe spring or summer yeah. you're obviously it's summer's more like, like fun it's fun you're just you're just out there enjoying life fun and free yeah yeah and then you know it's colder you want to stay inside more and you want to have a companion and so i think that like people's mindset changes mm-hmm. um it is pretty clear it does change it's, it's so clear yeah. i don't know the last this time you went to a bar time in new york though for cuffing season mm-hmm. right i i'll like i'll call it that i mean i moved here october last year Actually, yeah, yeah I just, but yeah. I had, I, I didn't have a job. I wasn't really established. Now I would say it's my first real, you know, fall. Like, are you in the search? And yeah, definitely. Mm. I think we all are. Mm. I mean, have you been to a bar lately? I, I you literally, it's, it's a free for all. <laughs> it is an absolute, it's, it's a battlefield. I mean, I, it's literally like, even if I'm talking to a girl, you know, turn around and go to the bathroom. Get back there, another guy's there right away. And it's just like, man, you need to just be like on your best game. On your best game, ready to do what's necessary. Yeah. And I would wear a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you're gonna have Even to build off of that. Yeah. Like Well, I just think you need to look warm and cuddly. Cause it's mm. all about <laughs> <laughs> um, we're okay. Okay. we're gonna have to all work right. on like your whole idea of so, like So okay. We have to work so on what that. I know that we you so you watched an affair to remember today uh-huh. and also you've, you've got, got mail, but let's because they're kind of two right. that I feel uh, quite passionate right. about. I think we can let's let, yeah let's. Do let's you have a here. fave though? Yeah, the big sick. Yeah, which is recent. Recent. Yeah. I think I think my so I just watched those two movies. I think my problem with it, what uh, an affair to remember, was that totally unrelatable. Like, it's just this, it's it's a beautiful story, 
but it's not anything that I could ever like see myself being in. Like it's not, uh, you, you know what I mean? Relate. Like, cause the big sick, you can, compl- exactly. you can that, completely, exactly. Like, that like, yeah. Once we get into that, that's yeah. like, yes, of course. But I think like, but what did you about? I just like, what about the feels? The feels were light. I just think that, like, you I think, over? no, I, not a little bit. But I feel like it's more of like a uh, the time frame of the movie. Yeah, so I which think is it like nineteen fifties. Exactly, yeah. it was like, you know, the the acting was different. The uh, you know the language but what that about was their used. Chemistry, like their chemistry on camera was. I for me the ba- my favorite part was the grandma. Oh, wasn't that beautiful? The grandma I was know. my favorite part. Yeah. I, I thought that their relationship, for the most part, was so. Okay, I don't know if I was being re- very critical, but like these two movies, it was like just white privileged dudes uh, it was it was just like okay this guy yeah. this guy is just picking and choosing when he has these things with these girls and suddenly he's like nope I'm gonna be in love with you and we're making it happen I have to, and I had problems with that you know what I have to admit that when I was thinking about all the movies that because we, we ha- we've had a pre-meeting for yes. this podcast and we're talking about all the movies and I'm like god it's just a lot of white people yes a lot of white male female couples very and, classic and i can overlook that because i'm not trying to be hyper critical hey, i love them it's not like yeah and i can overlook it if it's like if it's relatable or if like you know like whatever the story's good but i just felt like with with these two in particular like at like uh what's that character uh who's the actor in um you've got mail the tom hanks tom Nate hanks. Ryan. Tom, tom hanks his character is so snug yeah. the entire film. Like, there's that one scene where he goes up where uh, Meg Ryan, if that's her name? Yeah. She is at, she's in the line at the grocery line and it's yeah, a cash yeah. only. Oh, yeah. And he just comes up and he spits a few lines at this, the cashier, and it just everything works out. And I'm just like, oh. Like, why do they When he's want... like, zip, zip, zip. Yeah, he's just... And why is it that what Meg Ryan's character is so helpless in this scene, but, like, here's this, you know, billionaire white guy comes up and she's like, just do it. Yeah. And it just worked. And I was like, I hate you right now. That's... So, my, for my 30th birthday, I made everyone uh, who came... We, I went away to a week, like, a weekend away, and everyone had to dress up as their favorite romantic... Uh, that's amazing that's amazing I love it and everyone sort of knew that I was kind of uh, I've been watching You've Got Mail I think once a month for about six months you liked it that much just hear me out okay and a friend of mine then watched uh, Jesse he watched it for I guess to see like inspiration for the dress up and he's like yes that movie he's like that guy's kind of just like trump like it was so- he is such a douche <laughs> and i love that the movie just put in my man dave Chappelle yeah. to like you know uh, here's a black person you can say a few funny lines i was like that still lived with his mom by I'm the way i was like oh my god i think it was just a character i love meg ryan yeah like i mean when, when harry, harry met, met sally, sally. I think that has to be, despite, one, it was so ahead of its time when it came out. Why? What do you mean, ahead of its time? Well, I, I think Meg Ryan's character is so empowering. In the you know, sense though, that because it was written by a woman. I thought, I love, the scene where she does... Was it written by, yeah, it was written by Nora Ephron. Yeah. yeah. The scene when they're in Cats, and she does the oh, fake the, moan, the, yeah. I was just like, power to ya. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, especially at that time frame where there's this kind of like 
sex was still very kind of taboo, especially, you know, women expressing that type of stuff. Yeah. And to have her do that at Cats, I was just like, mm, that's it. So I have like a slight sidetrack. Okay. So at my birthday weekend. Right, sorry, let me finish that. No, 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 from this comment okay. that you just made. From my birthday weekend, the two of my guy friends, I put them in charge of entertainment. Uh-huh. So they created a game show of like called like Essie's Romantic Roulette, whatever, and there were like two teams and there was like things we all like had to do. And one of them was reenact the orgasm scene from when Harry met Sally. That's amazing. And so I had to do it as well as Florence who <laughs> do the commission. But my dad was in the room. Oh <laughs> my god. My dad was there. What did he say? Well how Florence, did he react? Did he close his ears? Well he had just reenacted the scene from Ghost where they um it's like the clay making pot scene. Uh-huh. He'd just done that with Bryony's fiance Lindsay, who had taken his shirt off. So like this is like some Bryony and Lindsay's behind him with his shirt off, like and they're both like creating so it's intimate. clay very yeah. intimate moment together. So he had just been out of his okay. comfort zone for okay. a second. And we were having such a good time. But strategically, Dad was <laughs> sitting on the couch on the side that yeah. Florence was sitting, and Florence was kind of blocking me. Like the way that was sitting, Dad couldn't really see me. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'd. Yeah. But I. But it was. It was very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. There's sure. a video of it, and I can't watch it. For sure, uncomfortable. And but, and then you're gonna have to send me that video. No, <laughs> it was so bad. It was. Yeah. So, Florence was really good. She thinks it's the best performance she's ever done, and she okay. performs like three times a week. Okay. Not an orgasm, but like. Right. Yeah. She is she the stand-up comic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, yes. yeah. <clears throat> anyway, okay. so just to pivot. Yeah. No. But when Harry, but also what I love, I was thinking about. So that was a weird thing as well. We all had to pick our favorite character to dress up as, and I'm like, oh, all my favorite characters are the guys. Yeah. They're so much more interesting than the female character the female characters are kind of boring but sally when harry met sally she's like picky and she has a voice and she like she's so imperfect and annoying in a lot of ways but yeah Yeah. like it wasn't this perfect woman that that makes her endearing yeah yeah i just think that that movie was so it was like and i think that the, the 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 time lapses I made know. it even better. You just traveled that, like, through this, but also like visually because of the costume, like the the fashion changed yeah, each time. Yeah, there's just like, I mean, I it was just like, I, you know, you were friends before you were in a relationship, and that for some reason has become such a ridiculous idea now. Like you I think? feel, I I feel like people nowadays are like, because let's think like the basic premise of what a friend zone is. Is that oh. like right? Like you have people who are like, oh, once you're in the friend zone, there's no going yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I so put like people in the friend zone, like, like right, like exactly. Four seconds. It ha- it happens. Yeah. Like we all do it, but you know, like it used to be that like that was like almost like mandatory before you even like started you know thinking about what was romantic or what was next. So I, I don't know if that's true. I I well that was it used to be a thing. <laughs> like I feel like when I was a kid, I was I always heard like oh real love you always started start oh, off as start to the whatever. And nowadays it's like no, I couldn't imagine dating any of my friends. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, as soon as you become good friends with someone, then that sort of 
So it was cool. Essentially, yeah. it was just cool to kind of see you know, that. Also, what what I found out because there's a guy called Charlie, someone Charles. He co-wrote it with Nora Ephron, which makes so much sense. Of course, like a man and a woman should write a man and a woman's love story. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, like, imagine the diet. Like, I've romanticized it completely. I think that they're sitting both with their typewriters and, like, they're like, <sighs> and I would say this and you would say that, but that probably isn't right. But I love the thought that it was, that it was two people. Yeah. And do you know the scene in the net when he's like, pick up paper, purple, purple, Yeah, and she tries to repeat it. Yeah, but that was all improv. He just did that. And you can tell there's a moment where she looks away to be like do I have to do this yeah. and then like apparently the director was like Rob Reiner I'm pretty sure was like nodding like yes and she had to like turn back and, and like continue and I, now that I know that and I see that scene I'm like yes <laughs> I think that movie just gives me so much hope I oh yeah you know what I mean it's like you know love takes time and, and you'll come across it and like who knows maybe you've already met the person that you're gonna end up with or whatever I, uh, that movie gives me all. But you know what? Okay, but you know what the coolest thing about? I just watched a movie the other day. Can't even remember it. And there's always the running scene at the end. You know when the, either the guy or the girl figures out that they're still in love with them. They're still in love with them, want. or that they're in yeah. love with them. Whatever. It's always a running scene. Yeah. They run into a party or whatever, and yeah. then they like. Do it. But and Harry Met Sally has that. That yeah. is the. But because it's such a freaking great story and you're so want yeah. them to end up together and yeah. for it to work out, like the running scene is like perfect. But I'm like, guys, you can't just throw in a running scene and just think <laughs> that this I, is going to no, like... We can overlook that. It was just... No! Yeah. I'm great with it yeah. with Harry Metzali. It's all the rest that's oh, come yeah. after bad. that. Where Very it's just bad. Let's just end it with a running scene. For sure. Or like stealing a horse and like you go through Central Park. Like there's... There's always just like this little yeah. moment of quick, get there, you're in love for sure. with them. For sure. I mean, yeah, there are also just some romance movies that I couldn't get behind. Like The Notebook, for example, I thought was like, that was like too much. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't love it as much as it just, I was gonna, it and was I didn't so cry over either. The top. I mean, they're more beautiful love stories. Like, Okay, Although well, that scene, though, in the rain, it's like, ugh. you didn't, you no. didn't write me. No. That is a great scene. I think I think it's ruined for me because the internet has made so much fun of that scene. Yeah. That I, every time I look at that scene, I'm just like, oh. Well, yeah. I watched it accidentally because in Bali, we, our holidays where I grew up was always in Bali, which is like just the closest place, destination. Yeah. To where and you would buy like the really cheap. DVDs, yeah, and I bought it not knowing it hadn't come out in the cinema yet. It was just I just you know there's two wet people on the cover. I was like, this probably is a romance. So I watched it with no hype whatsoever on like a dodgy DVD. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is really this is nice, <laughs> but I didn't. It was never like the the ultimate. Yeah, like one. I just I would like if I'm naming a top five, it or it's not just going to be ever one of my go tos. Yeah, so okay. what else? Okay. Well, we have a list. Oh, yeah. Should we refer to that list? Yeah. Well... We can just also, like... We can just read. It's fine. No, but, but wait, what What I loved about You've Got Mail, right? right. Is the When I used to watch You've Got Mail when it like first came out, I, uh-huh. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't... Like, online dating was so 
not respected at that boat. It was so new, you didn't do it, and anyone that did it was tragic. True. Right? It's so taboo. Yeah. But now when I watch, I think this is why I like it now, is uh-huh. that that's not taboo anymore. Like, that's no, it's just courage. so... It's like... That's you, what we have to do. Did you read do. Modern Romance? Yes. Right. Yeah. Just Aziz. Like, yeah. Just like the stats that he was throwing out. I can't, I'm not even going to try to you know, reference them. Yeah. But, you know, just like most people essentially nowadays are meeting through Tinder or whatever it is. Yeah. I love it that the, I love it that the embarrassment of it is out, is gone now. Uh, I wouldn't say it's gone. I am seeing... I don't think people hide it. Like, how did you two meet? <laughs> I like, am seeing this... Um, I've been recently hanging out with this one girl and one of the things she said was like we, we gotta come up with a different story like we can't just tell people we met on Tinder <laughs> really? yeah and I feel that though like uh, like even on my BuzzFeed dating show one of the lines was she asked us how many you know dating apps did wait 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 back up what was the BuzzFeed dating show? we're not gonna go into that why? it's just it, it was like uh, it was like a, you know, this is like a dating show. You know, there was one girl in one room and the three of us were in one, another room. Three boys? Yeah. Yeah. And she would, you know, we had a group message and she'd ask questions and then we, as a group, you know, we'd reply. Together? Well, it was in a group chat. So we all saw each other's responses and oh, stuff. Oh, you weren't like working like, oh, together? No, no, no. no. I mean, it was kind of collaborative in the sense we did like open dialogue and riff, but like we were all competing for her technically. And How'd she go? I lost. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we'll just leave it at did that. Did you get some feedback of why you lost? Uh, I, I watched the video and she just really hated my answers. Oh. And it was it was it made for funny like shots because like one of the, some of the shots would be like me very hyped on the text message like, oh this is it I'm killing it with this one this is this is my go to emoji and she would just be like what the fuck, fuck is this guy saying. Um, but one of the apps was like, one of the questions was like, how many dating apps do you have? And I really felt shameful when I was like, I have two. Like, well, it's just Bumble and, Bumble and Tinder. Tinder yeah. And it's just kind of like, icky. Really? It's a little icky. I mean, it's not something that everyone's like, check it out, I'm swiping today. You know, like, it's just, it's still to some degree something that I do discreetly. Like, I, I don't mind people you knowing You do I'm not. Wrong. You do not do it discreetly. Yes, I do. I'm you not do a- it on the subway. No, I don't. Well, I, you took mine once and yeah, did, did it yours. On- that's different. Well, I'm swiping for another. <laughs> when you swipe for yourself, I'm just kind of like I don't want to- private time. I just feel like some people be like, you swipe right on her. <laughs> I just don't want to be judged. Um, I, I'll do it in my cubicle at work. I hope my boss isn't listening to this. I doubt it. Uh, but I'll like you know I'll like cover you know I'll be at a weird angle and like swipe on the low. Um, Swipe on the low. So it's like, it's still, it's still something that I think people are a little self-conscious of. Hey. I don't think it's like taboo. I just think that like people are a little mindful. Well, it doesn't make the best, like best man's speech of how you met. But so have you guys come up with a story? Um, a story for what? With the girl that you're seeing. Oh, uh, no. Oh. We're still working on it. So far I've just told people. I just, and line makes it worse. I would use the story of that she came up to you at a bar and that you stuffed it up and yeah. said, are you okay? And yeah, then, let's do that. And then you like got more confidence and went back and talked to her. Yeah. All right. There it is. They, if she's hearing this, that's, that's what we're going with. Yeah. Um, okay. And I, okay. Within the realm of rom-coms, <clears throat> I like 
automatically gravitate to like high the like oh, coming high of age ones. They fuck me up. They just fucking get me. And I think it's one because like I'm a child on the inside, but also there is something about like high school what romance. What is it about high school? Because romance? it's so naive and so like ignorant to like the harshness of love at you know at an older like w- later on down the line. Okay, which ones are we talking? Which ones let's, are we talking? I, let's uh, like drive me crazy was one of my favorites. I think my favorites are the spectacular now. You didn't even react to drive me crazy. I have never seen that. Okay, good. that's why. But spectacular okay. now. Yes, and that's quite a raw one. It is, it's almost like, it's like, I don't on the think cusp that's, that's not, not beautified. Raw. It's not. And yeah. I think that's what's beautiful about no, it. No, no, I completely it's agree. It's so raw. Also, let's be clear. When we're talking about rom-coms, we're just talking about romantic yes, films. Yeah, just yeah. for context. Yeah, but it's um, just funner to say rom-com. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the Spectacular Now, just, Miles Teller did an amazing job. He is superb. He's so good. And I, the, his relation, that girl's like... Also, you can't predict that story. No. It's not a formula. The devotion that they have to one another is wild. Like, she is trying to, like, push him to be more than he is, but he's kind of, like, committed to this old lifestyle. It's just so beautiful. Um, and then the whole dynamic with him meeting his dad. Yeah, I know. And what about the car? The, the hit of the car? I wanted to see more. Yeah. And that's, that's when I know, like, a movie's good. Like, the end of it where they see each other again in yeah. Philadelphia or whatever. I'm just like, okay, keep going. Like, does he get her back? Well, that's just... the weird thing. That is also a an interesting moment of human behavior is that we obviously prefer the story of how they get together rather than afterwards. Yeah. Because that's what basically that's a love story that's true. is. Well, but it... then I'm like, yeah, you're right, though. Then I'm like, well, how'd you, you know? Well, at that point, they weren't together. Well, they just made up. Well, At the ha- end. Well, they saw each other. We don't know if they made oh, up. There that was a kiss, wasn't there? No, there wasn't a kiss. No. It was because what had happened... Was her running up the stairs? Yeah, it was because yeah, she had was... moved to Philly or whatever. And he was going to And then, just... so he ended... He moved out there later on. Yeah. Um, okay, Spectacular Now. Spectacular Now and... Wildflower. Perks of Being a Wildflower. Yeah. And I just think... See, that's... That's also... That's also just... Well, one, an incredible book. Two, a beautifully made film like the yes. even the soundtrack with David Bowie and like the I don't know it was so well casted I, I just I just think that that's when you see high school love or like you know just even uh, young love mm-hmm. what is it Moonlight Kingdom that that's like about a young like pretty pretty uh, you've seen it right Moonlight Kingdom or it, Moonlight Moonlight Kingdom it is a Wes Anderson film, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, it's, it, it's like, obviously, dramatic, but there's something about, like... Oh, this, yeah. It's, like, so it's almost like how you wish love was all the time, because yeah. it's so naive. They well, don't, until you they're not, your heart They're not thinking about, like, oh, do, do are our families going to love each other? Are, you know, uh, like, yeah. are our friends? Like, I, it's literally, a, in the simplest form, it's, I like you more than I like anyone else, and I want to be with you all the time. And that is just... Oh, that's okay. so beautiful. So you said that you had a girlfriend in high school. Yeah. Is that how you felt? Mm. Did you worry about family stuff? Did you worry? No, so, yes. But I think, I I wish I didn't have to worry about that stuff, but I did. So, okay, so yeah, I had a girlfriend in high school. Uh, my only girlfriend to date, I mean, if I'm not including like elementary school and stuff. <laughs> oh. Or like middle school even, like 
high, 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 because it was like where there was touching. Where there was touching. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> like I, in middle school, I literally had a relationship with one girl, and we only spoke through notes. Nice. And then she broke up with me through her friend. <laughs> <laughs> like sixth grade was hard. You didn't even get a note. I didn't even get a note. I was like, damn, Camilla, you did me dirty. Um, Camilla. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I dated this girl in high school, and it, and I don't know, I just always, because in high school I knew I loved, like, rom-coms, and I, I loved the idea of love, that I just always assumed that I was a good boyfriend, and then, like, you know. That you were a good boyfriend. Yeah, but looking back on it, I was honestly a very bad boyfriend. In what way? In the sense that, like, I wasn't, you know, I didn't put any effort into it. It doesn't surprise me in, at not, all. In the sense of, like, elevating things. I was just such a dick. Such a high schooler. Like, one, she was younger, so I, I had this almost feeling like, I probably subconsciously was like, I, I'm like a senior, like... You You're know, lucky I, to have like, me? Exactly, kind of, yeah. kind of a thing. Um, that was probably one dynamic in a bit. Like, I didn't really try to elevate the relationship anymore. It was like, we had, like, a routine, comfortable with it, and that's just what we stuck to. And it should have been on me to push it more and probably just, you know, on those lines. And then... Do you think also a part of it is kind of like, there's such a status thing to having a girlfriend or boyfriend in high school that you sort of just like... Yeah. And I mean, I I think that I got like hyped into the idea, like I liked having someone to hold hands with in the hallways and like kiss and like to showcase like, hey, I have a girlfriend. Um... And I made, I think at one point I, I just like, just stopped, you know, being mindful of the fact that like, you know, you still have to work at mm-hmm. it once in a relationship, just, you know, typical high school kid. Um, and then the way we broke up was, um, honestly, it was really bad in the sense that like, there was no precaution, like no buildup. My friends were just like, dude, we're going to college. Like, oh my God. like she's. She's, well, she was a sophomore at the time. So it was like... Two she years has, younger. Yeah. So I was like, dude, you're, there's no way you're going to make this work. And in my mind, I was like, well, at least I want to try. But like, there was... I don't know. How it long was, did you date for? At that point, it was like eight months. Oh. So it was like a pretty long time. Yeah. Um, the longest relationship I've ever been in. And, you know, something about... We were really nearing, you know, the end of... Like the last leg of my senior year... And my buddies were like, dude, I'm breaking up with my girlfriend. And it just seemed like everyone was breaking it up because it was like yeah. the mature thing to do. I was, and I think I used that as kind of like a deflector. Like it was, you know, oh, it's a mature thing to do. I, I don't know why. It, did. It, was like, it was a bad decision. So I, I walked up to her and I was just like, hey, we're going to break up. And it was, and like... I felt really bad about it. Like, I, I, like, was crying in school, and obviously she... You were? I mean, I was, yeah, I was struggling about it. Because, I, I mean, I, I really liked her. I, I didn't treat her well, but I was, like, very invested in us. And, you know, I was, it, it was hurting, but, like, I just knew, like, I just got to get over this, like, pain period, and it'll be all right. Right. Um, you know, a couple weeks go by, and I'm just like, this was stupid. I just let my friends dictate my decision. I gotta try to get her back. So I'm working at trying to get her back. How? Just, you know, kind of like, you know, like, let's try this again, you know, talking to her, just making an effort. And in that time, she made out with this guy that I know. 
And I received that about as immaturely as you possibly could. I mean, I had, <laughs> what was really bad was I literally, I didn't know what to say. I was so angry. And I had this friend, Sheldon, who is notorious at being mean to girls. I was like, dude, just write up a text. Like, just, you know, like, whatever you want to say and say it. And, you know. From you. Yeah, from me. And we sent it. And I just know that um, it really fucked her up. It was her brother's birthday at Chuck E. Cheese or something. And she was, like, crying at her brother's birthday. And her brother was, like, a baby at this time. Um, and just, it was bad. And we we kind of went this back and forth where we would talk, but, you know, it wasn't anything. And, like, it, it, I, like, carried it with me, like, through college, like, freshman year. Like, I, I remember, like, when I, she was, like, for sure done with me. And I was just sobbing. Like, it got to the point where, like, even in that time I was working at it, like, if she didn't reply to me for, like, an hour, I was, like, freaking out. Like, just... I was an emotional wreck, and I think that's why, like, now I'm very hesitant and wary about getting into anything, because, like, that has, that was, like, the most pathetic and, like, disgusting version of myself, and I, like, never want to get there again. Yeah, I do think, I mean, that does sound like quite a classic, because what also happened was you were, you had power. Yeah, and I, I got that taken away. And you abused it. Yeah. And she basically gave you the finger by kissing someone else. Yeah. You acted like a baby. Uh-huh. She got over you. Yeah. yeah. And you were left there. Yeah. Like, not proud of your behavior. And yeah. now she wasn't pining after you. Yeah. No, that is pretty much what happened. But I think that, the, I, I think that like, obviously it was all my fault. But I think the thing that I take away from it most was, like, how I felt emotionally. Yeah. Like, that, like... No matter how what this was is, it, how would you explain it? Like at your worst, it's just like you have this person, and they have total control over your emotional state of being. You know what I mean? It's like a text from this person is gonna make my day. Not no reply. That's it. I'm done. I just want to go to bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's just crazy. Just having that that kind of like, um, you know, you're just so vulnerable. Is like, is, like, a very terrifying thought. So, like, now I'm a little bit more pra- pragmatic in my, like, approach. Which is probably why I can really appreciate rom-coms, because it takes me out of that just for a little bit. I know, that's like, why. Like, I'm, like, less practical. Like, in real world, I'm, like, very practical. And, like, let's just, you know, let's try to rationalize everything we're doing. And, you know, when so I watch why, a rom-com. I guess the I question is, though, how come it's a... I'm, I'm guessing people have this for, like, The Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. <laughs> like, this ob- yeah. like, this isn't a new concept that a film can whisk you away. But, yeah. but there is a difference. Like, there's intellectual films or, like, yeah. very amazing storytelling yeah. that I love. Uh-huh. But they're not what I watch when I need to escape the world. Yeah, I think the emotional stimulus is But why is it a love story, do you think, that is, like, our escape? Where other people, that's, mm. like, an emotional yeah. roller coaster. No, that's them. a good question. I don't... I, I mean, I think for for me, it's it's probably the most euphoric feeling out of all the other stuff. Like, I can get behind Harry Potter any night of the fucking week. Yeah. But it doesn't leave me, 
like feeling uplifted. But my you favorite I mean? moments of, of Harry Potter are between Hermione and Ron. Yeah. Like I just wait for those little moments of like. Still, even in those other like, movies, those other genres, I'm still very looking for those too, romantic yeah. moments. So I feel you on that. I think it's just like, and I think it's just touch. It just like you know, there's an emotional connection yeah. and like, you know, that you can't really explain or articulate. You just. The feels are the feels, and I'm always going to pick the feels over. I think whatever. they're also my favorite moments of life. Those little yeah. moments of like absolutely. connecting with someone. Yeah, those serendipitous moments. Yeah, those yeah, little absolutely bits. looking. Or even like those. the little sarcastic moment of someone that you kind of have a crush on that says, you know, you're like, what? Because you do. It's sort of yeah. like what? Okay, so the big sick. The big sick. I called my. I a friend of mine who lives in a small country town in Australia, really like one of my favorite people in the world. Um, she has she's pregnant with her second baby, um, like white family. Congrats! Yes, yeah. beautiful. Right. Anyway, so she calls me and she goes, "Oh, I went to the movies last night." Yeah. I'm like, what did you see? She's like, the big sick. What a waste of fucking time. What? You know, and... Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, but she was... I go, oh, that's really... I'd seen it. I was like, oh, I loved it. Um, and she goes, you know, I, she just couldn't relate. She's like, I right. could have brought back anyone and my parents would have loved them. Right. Like, I, just none of it touched her yeah. in that moment. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But that I also... I was talking to someone about that the other day I'm like I'm surrounded by those stories now like New York is such a multicultural yeah yeah like hub which I used to think Australia was until I came here and yeah way, I mean way more so than I'm from Portland Portland right like yeah white people you just yeah. and it's just only white people <laughs> and you and then me <laughs> so um, but but so wh- why did you because I I'm going to tell you why I connected which is very different I think to a, the reason why you loved it so okay well, I, I mean, I feel like I connected on it on so many different levels. I thought it was very well written. I really felt for the fact that it was based off a true story of how he met his wife. A and, comedian that we've grown up watching Right, as well. exactly. He's, I, and I think there was just so many moments that I thought were so authentic, real, and then you just felt something. Like the scene where she, she is up in the middle of the night because she needs to go poop. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it was just so adorable. I'm like, oh. And, and he like, just goes and waits outside in the cold. And I just, that was like one of my favorite scenes. But like overall, of course, I'm Vietnamese. So um, there were always, like I'm first generation. So my parents were like, you know, they they grew up in Vietnam. They are very, they, they've known a certain lifestyle and they had that expectation for us as children growing up and so I think that there's always generational uh, gaps and differences when you know but when it's like a cultural one like first-gen kids have to experience it you know you it, there's a lot more friction and there's a lot more butting of heads because the cut co- like give a little let's give a little context of the film he's yeah. from an Indian right. fa- he's Indian Indian Pakistani I think Pakistan shit yeah uh, he's My Pakistani man. family and the girl's white yeah so that's pretty much all the context. And his family's here. It's not like he's... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there's always friction. And, like, for me growing up, it was... It started off small. It was, like, all my friends could go to sleepovers. And, like, that just wasn't something Vietnamese kids did. So I didn't go to my first sleepover until, like, 
freshman year of high school or something. What did your mom say? It was just like not something we did. It, it and it wasn't and it was it was just like you don't in in Vietnamese families you, you don't impose. It's not something you don't really discuss as much as it is you do what I say. Uh, and like and and we there we're a lot better now. Like obviously we're back and forth. My mom's gotten better at, at accommodating that they're American. You know what I mean? Like, they, they grew up here, so we have to kind of adopt a more American approach when we're talking to them and we're, we're, we're parenting. But when we were young, you know, that was just, like, it was impossible. Um, and so when it comes to dating space, why I can relate to this film so much is my mom always has this saying where she, she says it in Vietnamese, but essentially we use a lot of fish sauce, and our Asian people use a lot of fish sauce in their cooking, so she'll always joke, like, I don't want you to bring home any pizzas or burgers. I only want you to bring home fish sauce. Meaning, pizzas and burgers being white people. White people, yeah. And really, and, you know, she's really all other cultures. Because, one, she... And I, I, I think that when I was young, I didn't understand why. And growing up more, I get that there are so many conveniences to having a girl who shares your culture. One, it's... You can, you can protect the culture. I'm like retain it more generationally yeah. because it, it gets diluted you know like all, a lot of my friends who are you know half you know Korean or half Japanese and half white or whatever um, they have a harder time you know holding on to that culture you know what I mean yeah. it takes a lot more effort like even with me it's like uh, my brother has a really hard time speaking Vietnamese and like he is first generation you know what I mean? So you can only imagine that, like, as you, as... Like, would his children even If learn? he has children, if he marries a white woman or a black woman or whatever. Yeah. Like, it'll a be even... A non-Vietnamese Exactly. Yeah. It'll be even harder for, for them to protect that. So I think that's one of the things that I've become more mindful of. And, you know, my grandparents, they don't speak very good English. Um... Food. I mean, there's there's a lot of like You'd little be things. You'd explaining a lot. Exactly. You? Yeah. But I think what the movie does such a beautiful job of capturing is that you know, like you have this couple who essentially, you know, that was something that they were really worried about over like what they broke up over for a little bit, but they eventually they you know they were able to turn a blind eye to it. Not even turn a blind eye, but like kind of take it head on and think of it as something that. It's just, you know, it's an extra, like, all relationships have obstacles, and, like, you know, mixed couples are just going to have one more imposing one, and and they, they, they got over it. And so for me, it was like, fuck yeah, people are doing it, I can do it too, because I, I my mom just recently kind of opened up to the idea of, like, okay, you can have, you can, you maybe know. Maybe a pizza. Maybe a pizza every now and then. Do, would she have a preference? You could have a slice. Um, well, I mean, no, actually she hates blondes, <laughs> <laughs> which is, but according to my history, I've, 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 you know, I, I'm more inclined towards blondes, which is like, fuck, but she's like, blondes are stupid. Don't bring oh, home blondes. no, mom. Mom, I'm just like, oh, mom. You can't say that I stuff. know, God, and she's just like. It's like saying Asians like, she's, I'm good at math. Yeah, I, I don't think she gets that. There's just like little things though where it's like, oh. You're too much. <laughs> um, but, like, my, my sister actually is dating, um, was dating a guy for quite some time, white dude. Um, 
And I think that the family really grew um, grew to like him because he, the things, essentially it's like, if you're able to like meet my mom on the things, on the other things that matter, then obviously she's going to open up to you. Right. It's if like, you're a good person like, and right, respect. Like, it was like, he was all, like dates were always, and like she was always home right on time. Like, you know, come in, shoes were off. You know, say hi to everyone. It was just, like, little things where it was, like, okay, I can overlook it. Do you think he was prepped? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, Oh, for sure. Also, I'm just, like, really nervous about the pressure that, oh, just, like, my family's really big, you know? Like, and just everyone has a voice in, like, who someone dates. Oh, shit. There's just, like, a lot. I think my parents would just be so happy that I was bringing someone home that it wouldn't matter who they are. I mean, I just told my mom about my girlfriend in high school, like, two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was she white? She was white. Blonde? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And, like, even when I introduced my mom to her, it wasn't as my girlfriend. I was like, hey, mom, this is Taylor. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) oh, she eventually figured it out, but... Wait, can I... A question? Yes. Just like role play here. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I I'm your girlfriend. Uh-huh. You're bringing me home to Oregon. Uh-huh. What would what would be like the four core things that I would have like that would be? Oh like my god, bring? it's gonna sound so bad. I'm about if girls who hear this are gonna like run the opposite direction from me now. No, they'll but find you on Tinder. Unfortunately, it would be dye your hair. No, I'm not the one. No. <laughs> it would be. Um, Always greet everyone in the house, especially the elders. How do you greet them? You just, I mean, just say hello. Just sometimes, them. sometimes, like when we have friends over, like when we used to have like friends over, yeah. they'll just go straight to like our room the or upstairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, and like she doesn't like that. Okay. You have to c- greet everyone. Greet everyone. Um, shoes off. Shoes off. That probably socks is, off as well. No, that's probably not a huge thing, but you know she'll notice. She it. doesn't want to tell you. Um, it would be like. My do you bring? Way, do I? What do I bring? I don't think you need to bring anything. Really? But I think that you need to be involved. So like, a also I, what, my you, what language do you speak at home? I, I mean, we, we it's like a mix. Okay. Vietnamese English mix, but my my parents speak English. Like on the plane, the six hour plane ride over, should I learn some Vietnamese? No, no, okay. you're good. Okay. You're good. I would say, um. You're gonna have to get involved in the kitchen, and you might the feminist in you might be. Why don't the guys do as well? And girl, I feel you. Never. I so feel you. That's fine. It's just like just do it. You know when when it's like family stuff, you're you're just gonna have to swallow it for a little bit, help out, and I promise you, I'll do the dishes and like whatever. Okay. But that's that's just how the family. The girls. The the girls do cook. Okay. And while the guys drink, (laughs) (laughs) it's it is I so bad. And I promise it won't be like that. But in your home? <laughs> in my home, but that's how it is. Okay, and final one. Like, yeah. what would be, what would, what could a girl do that would just, like, sink your mom's heart? In a good way. Be able to cook a Vietnamese dish. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I think my mom... You wouldn't mom, be stepping on territory? No. Oh, God, no. My mom, my mom is the most amazing woman, but she... Her life is just revolved around serving. Her one of the things she always says to me, like, "How are you gonna find a girl who takes care of you like me?" Wow. And, and like, no white girl is gonna take care of you the way I take care of you. So true. And it's just like, that's true, mom. That's true. But I don't. I also don't expect my wife to, you know, take care of me the way you take. Do care you of think us. you maybe because you've had a mom that has taken care of you, like, 
Do you think he may subtly like I be might. attracted to a woman that would? I, I don't doubt it. Like my so how nice. My friends call me out on it so so much that I'm lazy. But it's not that I'm lazy. I'm just used to people doing stuff for me. Which makes you lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I probably I'm, I might have. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. I wouldn't be mad if a girl wanted to make dinner every night. Yeah. I don't expect that. And I, you know, but am I going to be the one to be like, nah, don't do that? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I will, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Um, that's amazing. So, because what I loved about the big sick was that's like my ultimate dream that you have and an love experience and then you write it and act in it like and then mm. you build it build it to be a beautiful story that yeah. other people get like that is just such a, an amazing i don't know yeah almost like the backstory of the film was almost as good as the film yeah you know like because it was like there's this couple who fell in love and then they wrote about it, and now it's a movie that other people are like, oh, I want that. And I think the you know improv I mean? that world and the acting, love. like that, and the comedic world, everyone was kind of behind this film as well. Yeah. Because it was like, like a kind of, I mean, it was like an, almost like an indie film. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I and think it got, there was a huge big budget to this thing. They, like, and it did amazing. It and, got uh, amazing reviews. Just those, and when my guy, you know, was kind of pushing back against his parents about like, you know, like, hey, I don't practice religion, which is a conversation I'm going to have to talk to my parents about. Hey, I Do don't... Do they think that you practice religion? I tell them I go to church every Sunday. Really? I really hope they don't hear this. Yes. Yeah. No, there, there's something... There are a lot... Of, Do the, you ever go? I haven't gone for a long time. Do you ever get a craving to go? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, like, walk by churches sometimes and think, like, maybe I want to pop in. But then I Do realized I'll probably like light on fire as soon as I walk in. Um, I <laughs> but like, you know, it's I don't know. It's just I think that I have a lot of grievances with. The How Catholic often church. will they ask you? Every Sunday they remind me. My mom goes to church like three times a week. Wow. I mean, there are some serious like foreseeable things that we're gonna have Would to address. Like one of my sisters Spotlight? is gay, <laughs> and like. Okay, yeah. No. No. Wait. Go back to. I was gonna bring that up. Your sister is gay. Right? Yeah. So and that's. Has that? Does Does your mum know? No. Oh. No. And it's just like it's. Sorry, I didn't mean. Mm, no, I no, just moment. No, that's I get gonna what you're be saying. an that's experience. A, that's, that's no. Gonna, it is a bummer. It's yeah. a bummer because it's like, you know, you um, a mother and a daughter. Do you think your mum does know? I think she has an inclination of it. I don't yeah. think that she wants to yeah, believe it yet. It, yeah. And it, it it is a bummer because like traditionally you have. Mothers are very involved in nurturing in your daughter's romantic life in the sense of, like, mm. you know, your, your support, your rock, whatever. And so to not have that, I think, has been tough for her. And what it, does she say? What's her, does she kind of have, like, a few... Does she pretend that she has, like, that she has a... No, she doesn't pretend. I think that she just... Just to st- I would more... I have to explain why I would have said that, though. Just purely to stop the questions. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I think she just, like, she's like, you know, I'm single, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it really is, like, a, again, that, that first-generation friction, because I do have, I have other family members who are gay, and all of my aunts and uncles, very religious. So it's, it's, it's going to be something that we're Have they come gonna, out to no, your family? It's just, no, no one It's has. just, it's almost, I, and I feel it, be, I understand why, 
because it's almost like the our entire upbringing was centered around family and church. Yeah. And for them, it's just like I don't think that they've ever even grasped the idea of what it would be like to have a gay child. And you know, like really, it's no different. But I don't think that they can grasp that yet. Yeah. And so it's. I some, also wonder in their community if it yeah. would just be so disrespectful. Oh, it absolutely would. It's just there's a lot of things that go into it, and like, in you know Vietnamese culture, a lot of Asian culture, how your 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 standing in like the church community or it's whatever huge. is so important. Like my mom is like the president of like a bunch of these organizations. You know what I mean? So it's like, it it does matter, and I think that like. I think it's hard. I, what I hate about it is that I, I feel like my sister feels the need to overcompensate in other aspects of life because, you know, like I just, I, I feel like there's obviously she, she feels like to some degree that once she tells my mom and dad that they're going to be really disappointed. So, you know, to maybe. At least she's to, a doctor or at least she's that, a. You know, I mean, she'll do whatever else. Yeah. Because, like, she's very artistic, but yet she's doing, you know, she's an engineer. She's an engineer amazing. major. It's going to be amazing. I'm very proud of her. But I, I oftentimes wonder if, like, if that was, like, always her first choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because my dad's an engineer. He always wanted me to be an engineer. I, I, I decided not to. And so maybe, you know, to some degree, she thought that this was kind of, this would be, like, her chance to, like. Do you think she will tell them? Yes. I mean, I think that. Once it happens, there will be friction and there are going to be problems. But I think that ultimately, we'll get through it. Like my yeah. parents, they they love us. But I think, you know, it's just something that she's not ready to to yeah. address and like take on yet. Fair enough. And um, you know, like I'll, I, I think that's fine. But I think it, the better, the sooner the better. Yeah, you just don't want it to weigh on her. You or like exactly. Too much of and it. I think that like to some degree, I want. If I was the other person in this, like, um, my sister's girlfriend, um, I would want that kind of transparency. I, like, I want to know my girlfriend. Like, they've been dating for a few years now. Like, I want to have some sort of relationship oh, with she's her with, family. she's with a partner? Yeah. Um, oh, they've been together for a few years? Yeah. Wow. So it's like, because I know, I mean, I didn't, was never aware of this, but I know, like, when I was dating Taylor, she was, she, she was kind of, like, little thrown by the fact that like I never introduced her to my family as yeah. my girlfriend so it's like I would imagine that my sister's girlfriend feels the same way so there, have there's have you met her? yeah I've met I, I'm, I'm a little bummed about it that I don't know her better because she are uh, they in Oregon? they're in Oregon um, they went to a different school from me I just didn't see her a, a yeah. whole lot but uh, both of my sisters love her um, I have three sisters so yeah, they all love her so yeah um, I'm happy for her. I hope everything goes well. You know, whatever. Um, so, yeah. The whole... That's why I think that, like... The big, the big sick. sick. was just, like... Ugh. Just this... Because that... that Really, that narrative hasn't been told. Like, the whole... I mean, Aziz Ansari is starting to talk about it. I was at... I think because yes. Master that of None... Master of None was, like... Yeah. Ugh. Was, like, the huge pivot. And also the the Thanksgiving episode the which is actually kind of what we're talking yeah. about um when she the female character tells him well her mom and her finally have an open conversation yeah. about why she why she has such an issue with her being gay mm-hmm. it was one of the best yeah episodes i just i've ever i just seen. think yeah i think that the, 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 the these conversations of what 
uh, mixed couples or like minorities really have to deal with in American culture and adopting a new culture and like trying to like hold on to their you know their heritage and that sense of identity mm-hmm. and that how it can sometimes be very conflicting yeah. and like is like becoming more of a topic of conversation like Eddie Wong is doing an amazing job about it Aziz obviously um, and so it's cool this uh, is going to take a slight depressing yeah, uh, round it. of it but I was listening to so the daily podcast the New York Times mm-hmm. podcast which I love uh, when I think it was oh when at the um, Manchester concert uh, um, the bomb right oh uh, Ariana Grande Grande's concert yes. right so in that like the next day there was a news report on it and uh, a terrorist like news reporter who follows any mm-hmm. knows a lot about this kind of stuff um, was talking about that that the guy who did it was from the one point five generation. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard of this 1.5 yeah, generation that's ever. Nice to me. And she said it's when that then then nor this country or that country like their their parents probably I think you could call them the second generation, but for some right. reason that right. coined as the 1.5 generation, yes. which brought up a and also by the way, this is very rare that they're. A, they go to an act of terrorist, but um, terrorism. But there is, they have found a bit of a correlation between the one point five generation. That makes sense. Yeah. Because of the frustration that they feel that they have no um, yeah like, true yeah. identity. Mm-hmm. And then I did a lot more research on it as well because I was trying. I wanted to do something with the Sidley Collective with it because mm-hmm. I um, I just found it fascinating. And a lot of people explained it to me when I would kind of interview them. It's like yeah, so you imagine like Tiff was a good one as well. So yeah. she. Grew up in, born in America, kind of grew up in Hong Kong, but then came to high school in um, America. So they say then when she got to college, she wasn't the true yeah. Hong Kong mm-hmm. crew. So she couldn't hang out with the, yeah. the, the, the people that had just come from Hong Kong. But the Americans didn't see her as American no. either. So who Not the hell is her group? No, yeah. And that was fascinating to me. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, you. where do you sit in this whole thing? That was literally me high school through college. It, it, it felt like you needed... It just... You always kind of are on the outside looking in to some degree. Um, especially in the datings realm. Being, Asi- being an Asian male, you are... St- you're literally handicapped. Really? Yeah. How it's does, bad. How do you know that? Just because all your white dudes are getting girls? Um. Well, I think that... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. But I, I think it's because, uh, you know, the media doesn't really... Portray you. You know, we're not, we're not the heroic times. We're not... We, we don't really get um, much of, like, the sexualization that other, you know, you know cultures or ethnicities do. Um, I think Latino cultures, like, often struggle with this, too. Um, but at least they have, like, Telemundo and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, like, Asian people aren't really represented in the mainstream media. Like, if we're, we're talking about romantic films, yeah. who's, a, who's an Asian lead romantic person? I that's a good question. I don't know. Exactly. When's the last time a male led a rom-com? Yeah. I do. Right? It just doesn't happen. We the guy the Asian guy just doesn't come in to win the girl. And then I often fi- 
like more often than not actually a lot of the girls who do who I you know are like show interest in me they're like they're it's more like a fetish you know what I mean really you get that as well because yeah cause that's definitely a thing I know Asian like my female yeah. Asian friends they talk a lot about this fetish thing yeah it, a lot it, of the guys they date they find out gradually that, that it's actually because they've got a bit of a fetish of Asian guys women. guys well Asian women get it a lot more than Asian guys do I think Asian guys fall in like this like gray neutral area where we're just kind of like occupying space yeah it's unfortunate um and so yeah through high school that made it really hard to meet girls or like even like I was known for being the friend zone kid right right like they're like Leah you know so many hot chicks but also just introduce them to me because I know you're not doing anything with them and that was just like ah sick cool dude I'll do that and so it really led to me kind of like trying to assimilate and be white be as white as possible or like anything but Asian. Yeah, and so even in college I was dealing with that. But then like, well, it was a weird shift that happened, but kind of when I was kind of like, you know, like, fuck that, like, I'm Asian, like, I'm proud of it, like, being Vietnamese is dope. Things kind of shifted. Yeah, like, it's I, a confidence thing. It right? really is. And not that I still think that I'm at a disadvantage, but like, I think that internally, something switched and it did help me a lot and you know all aspects of life but definitely in like you know courting girls yeah. like after i went to vietnam when i graduated since then i just was that your first time to vietnam it was the first time by myself yeah and that was that was big it was kind of because when you go back you and when you go back to your family it's kind of like they're they're a filter it's like hey mom can you order me this or you know like yeah, it's just kind of like yeah. you know they 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 help you know they're a buffer but you know i went back by myself and it was just like totally you know like you you see so many like you've read my thought piece yeah so you kind of get where i'm coming from where it's just kind of like you you have this thing that you take away with with you and there's no way to really articulate it except you know you walk with your chest out a little bit more i was going to say you got more pride of, of where you, you have came a little, from you kind of like that's where i came from so like I really shouldn't be like you know afraid of anything. About I have it. nothing to be embarrassed about. My you know my uncle would always instill in me like you know my uncle like never shows emotion and he was crying when I left and he was like you know don't ever let anyone look down on you like this is where you come from and you need to be proud of that and I now like you know like I was crying on the plane and just like thinking to myself like this is what I needed you know and so and so like having that really helped me. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was deterring a little bit, but back to like the Asian men in mainstream media. Yeah, we don't do well. <laughs> we just, we, we don't do well. And hopefully that changes. I, I think that you, you starting to, to see some changes, yeah. even in, what is it? The Walking Dead, the, the Asian guy in it. I haven't watched it, but yeah. Yes, but there's an Asian character in it. He got killed off, but like he lasted, he was like a fan <laughs> favorite for a while. And, you know, he was killing it. Good. He's a good-looking guy. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of changes soon. I hope so. I think it's... I hope so. Like, even... Like, right... It's just... that There's just not a lot going on for us right now. K-pop is becoming a thing. Yeah. So, you have that. But even then, I think... I don't... I don't... I want it to be more, like, normalized yeah, versus, like, a... niche type of thing. I don't want... Yeah. I, I want it to, like, Asian men and, like... You know, we can be heroic. Sure, a lot of us like, you know, geeky stuff, and maybe mm. a lot of us are scrawny or whatever. 
but that doesn't mean we can't be sexy or like that we can't that we don't know how to talk to women or we can't you know like you know we can compete okay yeah. Asian <laughs> men we're here we got game we're, we're here we're out here okay <laughs> w- watch out don't get too comfortable we might steal your girl yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, I can be a part of this change somehow. But I, I'm very excited to see like how things will change like for um, in the coming years. Mm. Yeah. We may need a new president for a while. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's let's round this off. Okay. If we had to tell people to watch, let's do ten. Okay. Ten of the and guys, remember, we're not saying that they're the best directed or the best written films ever, or whatever. Right. But like. Just if you want to feels. escape. Let's just base it off feels. Okay, feels and escape is Feels, well. okay. Uh, what are we... Ugh, 500 Days of Summer. We can't believe we didn't talk about that. I don't like that. Why? I don't know. Oh I my God. I, here's the thing. What? I, what happens is I normally have such high expectations and then they never meet up to them and then I watch them three, four, five, seven times again and then I really enjoy them. I just never committed to go back and watch that one. You, I, It's so good. Okay. It's so real, like, it. like th- those, like that, those jumps from like, you know, beginning when he's in love with her, he's like, ah, oh, her, her, her scar looks like a smiley face, or like, ah, oh, I love like her teeth, like the way they are, and then it j- like post breakup, I fucking hate her crooked yeah. smile, but like that's so the roller fuck- coaster, yeah, it's yeah. just so real. I, I, I related to that. I was literally like, yep, that was pretty much me. <laughs> um, love that movie. So that's one. Okay, five hundred days of summer. Uh, let's do um, Wallflower. Wallflower. Perks of being a Wallflower. Well, perks of being a Wallflower. Um, Spectacular Now. Uh-huh. Uh, the Big Sick. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm going to... Th- oh, Harry Met Sally. Is Harry, high- when Harry Met yeah. Sally. What duh. about About Time? About Time is great. Yeah. Love About Time. Any, pretty much any 90s John Cusack movie. Yeah. You can't... Really, you cannot go wrong with my man, John. <laughs> He. I thought Serendipity went was a really long film. Uh, but I it loved fun. it, and yeah. then I have a roommate who was just like, "That shit just doesn't happen," and it was just like, "That shit does happen sometimes." You're not gonna tell me you're gonna walk through the streets of New York, look through a book, and that book has the number of the girl that you met years ago? No. Do you know there's a saying? There's a saying that that um, if the real truth was in a movie, no one would believe it. Shit happens in life. Yeah, well, my friend ruined it for me. Okay, um, but fine. Most John Cusack movies. Uh, yeah, um, say anything. What's that one oh. where he's like? Must love dogs. I love must love dogs. Must love dogs is good. Uh, well, I feel like I'm forgetting some big ones right now. Uh, mm. uh, high fidelity is that? I mean, high fidelity is great. Yeah, I don't. Is that a love story? I can't yes. Remember. Yeah. I mean, it's a breakup. But it's still like. But it's in the... it's like it's. Yeah, but he yeah. like backtracks. I think Notting Hill is a definite. Okay, we'll throw that in there. Have you seen it? No, but I well, trust you. Okay, you, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to re-listen to this podcast and write down this list yeah. myself. Great. I'll just put a list online. Yeah, of, that's like, good. Like a ton more of them. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think we're, we're good. Yeah. We're that, done. Amazing. Thanks, Leo. <laughs> you have amazing. to say something because no one can see your like... Oh. I'm very hyped. Okay. Hope maybe we do this again. Maybe make this like an annual thing. I think so. Because rom-coms come out quite often. Often, yeah. And there's so many we didn't touch on. So many. And like now thinking back, I'm like, oh, we could have really gotten juicy with it. I know. Next time, next time. All right. Thanks, dude.